0: Welcome to WP Coffee Talk with your podcast barista, Michelle Frechette. Special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Century Hosting, Expander Digital, GoWP, and WP Explorer. WP Coffee Talk is a proud supporter of Big Orange Heart, whose mission is to support and promote positive well-being and mental health within remote working communities. Please consider a donation to Big Orange Heart to continue to support this great mission. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. I'm your podcast barista, Michelle Freschet, serving up all of the WordPress stories from around the world. And today my guest is Allie Dye. Allie is the Projects Manager at Ballet. How are you, Allie? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to be here today with you, Michelle. I'm so happy to have you. And Allie, I tell people usually if I know people from someplace, sometimes I'm like, hey, this is our first time we met, but this is not <laughs> our first time working together because no. you and I know each other pretty well through Big Orange Heart, which is super yes. cool. Yes. And we have so many people in common, like one of my favorite people in WordPress is Kimberly Lapari, and you get to work with Kimberly Lapari. I'm jealous. Every day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's pretty awesome. We need to get her on the show now too, for sure. Yes, um, Definitely because that would be a fun conversation as well. So I know I'm just super, super excited that you're here and that when I asked you, you're like, yes, I want to come. So how can I say no? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that so much. So for people who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, hi everyone. I'm Allie. Um, I also go by Allison, but I love
1: it when people just call me Allie. I'm 22. I work at Valet as a projects manager, as she already said. Um, I started in WordPress when I was like about 13, um, just with my own personal website that my parents gave me. So that's kind of how I got into WordPress. And I love being a part of this community and contributing with all I can. You know, Um, I loved
0: contributing to a Bitcoin chart. I love working at Valet. So it's pretty great. And you're a really good writer. So like you already wrote an article for us over at Big Orange Heart. I was like, hey, do you want to write it? Or you asked me, I can't remember how we got the conversation started. I'm like, do yes, I. <laughs> yes, I want your article. Write it for me and we will post it as soon as it's done. And, um, you know, it was. and you wrote about having hope and planning for after covid and I thought that Mm -hmm. was like I'm not gonna lie I had tears in my eyes when I was reading it because (laughs) I was like we all need a little bit of hope and I think we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel like I'm getting my vaccination this weekend my first one yeah and to me that yeah right it signifies that we are getting to the point where we're gonna have Mm-hmm. I don't know if anything's ever normal, <laughs> but like True. typical. Let's let's use the word typical. Back to typical life, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, from yes. from what we've experienced over the last year. Or so uh, yeah. So thanks for all your contributions. I love all the stuff that you're doing. It's pretty awesome. Thank you for giving me the space to share them. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. It's all it's all great. when everybody loves to to share all that stuff together. So it's super awesome. Why do I keep saying awesome? Like that's my word of the day. I guess <laughs> I must have said that word like twenty times today or more. Just <laughs> In this conversation, I'll try not to say it again. Call me out on it if I do. You're good. You're good. (laughs) There you go. So show us your mug and tell us what's in it. Okay. So it's just water. Okay. Okay. Caffeine
1: makes me crazy. No problem. (laughs) So sometimes I do tea, but it's getting warmer here. So I just have water. Um, and it's a thrift store mug. All of our mugs thrift stores. Um, and it has a, uh, Willa Cather quote that says the grass was the country as the water is the sea. And it reminded me of spring, um, and oh, spring nice. is coming around. So it I, I love seeing the green grass show up and I love the sea. So, um, that's why I love this mug.
0: Fantastic. Well, I have my WP Buffs mug with me today. Ooh, I actually, I got to be a podcast guest today and uh, MRR, which is, um, you know, with Joe Howard and he's with WPF. So I I actually dressed like I don't think you, you can see it if oh, anybody's wants, yes. but my shirt mm-hmm. matches my mug. So and I have um, turmeric tea and I try to drink at least one cup of turmeric tea a day because it's really good for um anti-inflammatory properties has anti-inflammatory nice. properties so. Yeah, so I discovered and it's it's tasty too. So there you go. Anyway, that's nice. what I got going on. So tell us, you oh my gosh, you're so young. I feel like um I am I am far older than older than old enough to be your mother because my daughter's (laughs) older than you (laughs) and so it's what I love though about that is that when I talk to people who are younger people that your like origin story into technology is so different than what mine was right because we didn't have computers when I was a kid we didn't have cell phones like Mm -hmm. I had a, a phone one phone in the house that was on the kitchen wall and you couldn't go more than 10 feet away from it, right? So (laughs) it's super different. So tell us how you got started with WordPress. Um, When I was about
1: 13, my parents, my dad has worked on WordPress for as long as I can remember. Um, I just always remember him hearing, talking about WordPress, you know, he was working in it and him and my parents, I don't know how, but they just got the idea to like, let's make our kids websites. And when they gave me mine, I was about 13 and they were like, this is your, your website. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, You can play with it. You can try things. If you want to learn things, we will, you know, your dad will help you. Um, And so he was always like by my side, like if I wanted to figure something out and I I loved it. It was my space, right? And it was private. So no one could see it. So it was just like I was able to create this world for myself, um, which I loved. And as much as like the technical stuff was like, oh, that is cool. um, I never really latched on to like learning the behind the scenes. What I loved most was the space where I had to write um, about my life. You know, Uh, it was almost like a journal for me. Um, And it was a way to just. Um, I grew up with uh, chronic incurable illness, and it's always been a place where I can grab control when I feel like my story is out of control. Just being able to tell what's happening, it doesn't mean I'm controlling my life story. It just means I have the control, you know, the power to tell it, um, even if it's to no one. Um, So that's how I got started. Um, And it's just all kind of, you know, stair-stepped from there.
0: That's amazing. I love that. I love that your parents were um, forward thinking in the way that we're like not only just gonna give you tools, but we're gonna show you how to use them and and not just like, oh, here's a calculator or here's mm-hmm. you know a Game Boy or you know, whatever. But it's like specifically here's tools that can grow with you and that can mm-hmm. actually make a difference in your life. And that is so cool. Yes, yes, I'm I'm forever awesome. grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it's fantastic instead. <laughs> Yeah, that's that really is amazing. Uh, Not every parent thinks that way. And to, you know, to to kind of put those things out there for you. And then for you not only to go like, oh, that's cool, but to embrace it and turn it into a career. So kudos Mm -hmm. to you. That's pretty awesome. I said it again. (laughs) (laughs) So you weren't somebody that wanted to go into coding necessarily, but you are somebody who sees websites all the time.
1: Yes. And I I really value the importance of them because I see how they give not just people, but businesses, organizations, nonprofits, they give you this space on the internet, which is huge and loud and chaotic, right? It gives you your space and you can control it. And Mm -hmm. algorithms, you know, what you put on your website, you get to put there, right? You know, um, it's not like social media. So I value the
0: importance of it a lot. Yeah, like you said, you can't necessarily control what happens in your life, but you control the narrative that's out there about it. Yes. And that's super important, absolutely. When you look at sites, whether it's something you made back in the day, yesterday, or something that other people have made, when, excuse me, when you look at those kinds of things, what's something that kind of rises to the top for you that we as designers, developers, web builders might not focus enough attention on that would make a site better for the end user?
1: Um, what I see is often helpful is when someone is needing a website built for them, right? Um, I see it's often useful if there's time scoped out, estimated, and allotted for um, for someone to take the time to show them around. So a new website owner obviously isn't building their own site. They feel lost. You know, that's why they're having someone build it for them. You know, they don't feel like it's their expertise. So I think it's really awesome when a team can, you know, ahead of time be like, hey, we're going to allot this much time to give you the tutorials and show you around. And if you feel lost, we're going to answer your questions so that when the website is done, you're not just like, oh, great. Uh, what, what do I do with this? Um, and you have someone to call. Um, I think I feel that way especially since when I was given my first website, right? Um, my parents were there, right? And so yeah. if I got stuck, it wasn't like, oh gosh, I broke it, right? It, it was like, <laughs> there was this. So I think that's really cool when a teen can
0: allot that much time so that the client you know, knows what they've mm-hmm. just been given. So it's almost like you've given them a car kind of know how to drive it but now you've taught them how to maintain it as well right like yes. this is where the gas yes. goes and this is where the oil goes and this is how you pay attention that's actually mm-hmm. pretty cool and i think i agree so you know there's so many sites out there that just kind of languish somebody builds it it sits there and like you know like i always say show me a website that's done and i'll show you a website that's out of, out of date already because mm-hmm. by tomorrow there's things that we should be looking at and kind of tweaking and things like that right so uh, so yeah super important and, and you're the only person that's ever said that so i like that What's something that you wish you had known earlier in WordPress that you've learned since that might've made things a little bit easier along the way?
1: Um, I think it would have, I mean, I think that I was pretty well-prepared because my dad from the beginning was like, you don't have to know everything. Um, And so I think that really started me off well. Like, I think some people get started in it and they're like, well, great. This is really hard. And I don't know every single detail about everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that I got that great news from the beginning. Like, it's okay if you don't know something, there's Google, there's resources for you. And so I feel like I was given an advantage that some people don't have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay that we don't know everything from right off the bat. You know, we're all allowed to, you know, say, I don't know or ask mm-hmm. questions.
0: Absolutely. I do that still now on the regular, right? Because who could know everything? And so we all have our strengths and weaknesses. We all have our pockets of knowledge. And I what I love about the WordPress community is how we share that with one another. Mm-hmm. Super cool. I lo- I'm constantly turning to Twitter <laughs> and Slack to get information about things that I don't necessarily know. So mm-hmm. um you've been to WordCamps and meetups and things like that? Never. Never. Okay. Never. So let's talk about your online experiences then. So, when you think about the online experiences you've had, whether it's in Slack, whether it's maybe at WordFest or things like that, online events, is there something that kind of rises to the top for you as kind of like a pivotal moment or experience that really meant something to you? Can you tell us about it?
1: Yes, definitely. When I was invited into, um, the the some of the slack communities, I was really overwhelmed, um, like in a good way, with how welcoming everyone was and how open everyone was. And I'll never forget when um I realized that there was a Slack channel um called hashtag Spoonies um in a Bitcoin chart Slack. And just the relief that I felt that I wasn't the only one who struggles with illness. And Also, you know, works in tech. I don't know. I think that somehow um, just not seeing the people behind the screens had me believing that, you know, everybody was, you know, great and and didn't have these other side struggles. And so I think that channel really, really, really just made me feel so welcomed and like seen because there's other people who are battling with daily pain and fatigue and doing this online um,
0: work. Absolutely. And it's not that it's like, there's the, it's not constant chatter in there, right? but it's meaningful when somebody mm-hmm. posts something, whether it's oh, a definitely. struggle or a tip or a tool, or even just something funny because mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm in there too, as you know, cause I have fibromyalgia and it's, it's not that we can't, are always serious about our illnesses. Cause if you can't laugh at yourself sometimes, Oh yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't even know what the rest of that sentence is, but if you can't laugh at yourself, then it's almost feels like all hope is lost. Right. So you have to mm-hmm. have a sense of humor about certain things, even when like it hurts to roll over in bed. Sometimes it's like, uh, you know, and yeah. And you live alone. I live alone. It's like, I wish there was somebody here to just kind of flip me and tell me I'm done kind of thing. Right. So you mm-hmm. can laugh about it, but Um, but yeah, the things that we post in there and the things that we were able to share with one another, I think really are meaningful. And Mm -hmm. it also shows that you have these little pockets of community within the greater community.
1: Oh yes, definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. I love the, uh, I I actually have a, um, uh, like a pictograph or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the words are anymore, um, about the spoon theory, because a lot of people don't know what spoon theory is. So for Mm -hmm. anybody not knowing, do you have a quick explanation of how you tell people what it's? Yeah.
1: So basically, um, just pretend that when people are born, they're allotted a certain amount of spoons. So like just this, in this weird scenario, just imagine you were handed spoons and some people are born, right. And they have unlimited spoons right off the bat, basically unlimited, um, because they never go a day where, you know, they run out. Right. Whereas people who struggle with chronic illness, whether it's from birth, um, from childhood or adult onset of something, um, we have a limited amount. So, um, and every spoon we spend is energy um or you know mental energy physical energy and so we have to spend those and they're limited um and so I'll never forget my little brother when i when he was little and i was explaining him the spoon theory he was like i wish i could give you my spoons um because Aww. he was like i ha- i don't ever run out um, Um, and so it's, it's just a way of like kind of visualize just what it's like to have that limited energy and be like, okay, I'm going to take a shower. That's a spoon. I'm going to cook a meal. That's going to be three spoons. And then,
0: yeah. So I think I explained it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. absolutely and sometimes let's say you have 12 spoons for the day you could actually use them up by noon and like okay now what yeah <laughs> how am I going to get through the rest of this day and the idea you can borrow tomorrow's spoons but that puts you at an even bigger deficit so yep. yeah so to be a spoonie is to be somebody who struggles with this with the idea of this energy and energy and pain that go hand in hand mm-hmm. because it isn't just about being tired it's also about hurting
1: yeah so, yeah yeah
0: For sure. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about what put you in the Spoonie category? I don't ever want to ask more information than you're willing to share, but you have talked about some of it publicly before, otherwise I I wouldn't ask.
1: Definitely, definitely. So um, when I was little, my mom always noticed that I had these, you know, weird complaints. Um, And they didn't seem weird to me because they were mine. And I just believed everybody had them. Like, of course, eight-year-olds feel like walking across a parking lot is exhausting. Like, right, every eight-year-old feels that, right? Um, But my mom always knew. Um, And I'm pretty vocal about this online because I feel like it should, um, I I feel like raising awareness for it is good um, because I went years undiagnosed and even treated incorrectly for various illnesses. Um, And it wasn't until I was 18 years old that the doctors realized that I had been struggling with uh, relapsing, remitting, multiple sclerosis. Um, And then they finally got me on a treatment. And so that's how I've fallen into the SMINI category. Ever since I was little, I've always had like this, um, just- different complaints and symptoms and side effects and too many hospital visits and doctor visits. And um, so I think that it's been a relief to find a diagnosis but I feel like more awareness should be raised for childhood MS um, because no one ever tested. Um, Mm -hmm. And now I have my answer and it didn't fix it. (laughs) It just gave me a name for what I'm fighting every day. Um, And actually, I would phrase it more living with every day because, you know, it's incurable. It's I'm never going to beat it. Right. But I can learn to live with it. And so, um, yeah, finding this online spoonie community has been incredible. Um, Just to know that I'm not the only one Mm -hmm. (laughs) counting spoons.
0: Absolutely. And one of the nice things is you don't have to have the same chronic illness to be um, kindred in the Spoonie community, right? So you have MS, mm-hmm. I have fibromyalgia and we still have the Sisterhood of Spoons. Yes. <laughs> oh, we should write an article called the Sisterhood of Spoons. We could co-author yeah. it. There's, yes, a future, fun. there's a future post for us on Big Orange Heart. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, I mean, it's not great that you have MS. Don't, don't, <laughs> but no, no, I you. know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that you found the community that you found us and so that we have you because you are a tremendous resource and a tremendous um bright spot in in our community as well so i'm super appreciative that you're there so tell us a little bit about what you do at valet
1: At Malay, I started out about a year ago doing social media marketing management um, for them. And I slowly um, kind of entered into this new role of project management, which is sort of like being a translator. I'm bilingual, so that's how I best can explain it to people. It's it's like there are two languages. So there's developer language, um, there's designer language, and then there's client language. Um, And they all need to understand each other and they all need to know the same, what goal we're trying to reach, what deadlines, and so it's my job to be there to make sure everyone is understanding each other, make sure everything's on time. I'm the oldest sister of three, so I like to say like, "Hey, I was the bossy older sister, but now it comes in handy." Um, so I get to be the bossy old age, older sister at LA and just be like, "Hey, are you doing this? Is this on top?" You know, and make sure that everybody is on task, reaching deadlines, and completing projects.
0: That's great, and I, I mean for her, for to be the as. I'll use the term that um, Francesca Morano uses, the shouty lady. (laughs) You get to be the shouty lady pulling everybody, like getting everybody in line. Um, You know, for somebody to have uh, the power in in themselves at a young age to be able to hold that kind of a position of authority, hats off to you. Because some people would be intimidated by that. And instead you've turned it into like yourself into the strength, strong (laughs) person that you need to be to do that kind of position. So um, if Kimberly Lepari is listening, and I know she'll listen to this episode (laughs) because you're on it. Kimberly, you won. You won by getting Ellie on your team. So congratulations. Uh, tell us a little bit about you know what like the article that you wrote for Big Orange Heart. I absolutely loved it. I was super happy to put it out in the community. Um, several times, tag you in it because of the idea of the hope. And I loved the story that came to like that happened to you mm-hmm. to help you find the hope. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Um, it was January 2020 when I first heard about the coronavirus. Um, I have friends in. China. And so I was hearing about, you know, this virus and it was getting more and more serious. And I'm also from Italy. So I was staying up to date on Italy's news. And I just throughout the beginning of 2020 was watching this coronavirus pandemic unfold. Right. And I just felt it getting closer and closer. And once it got here, I just had so much hope, like it's going to be done soon. You know, we're going to get through this and things just kept spiraling in a negative way. And I started losing more and more hope. And With my health complications, I was basically completely housebound by my neurologist um, who just really said, you know, it's not safe for you out there. And if you do go out, you're going to need to be masked and social distanced. And so the only places I were going were like doctor appointments. So I was just in the house and it was easy to begin losing hope that I was ever going to get to go anywhere else. Um, and I, I had people, acquaintances, friends who would message and be like, Hey, let's go do this. And I had to say no over and over and over again. And it's like, I'm sorry, I can't risk it. And, you know, some people are very understanding and they just want you to know that they're included, that they're including you. And other people think, you know, you're putting them off or you're crazy for taking it too seriously. And that just, leaves you with even less hope because it's Mm -hmm. like, well, the whole world is just moving on without me um, and I'm getting left behind by people who love me, right? Because they're ready to just move on without me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And the day I received that text message, I realized how little hope I had left Mm -hmm. Um, and just her invitation to me to we're going to go do this when the pandemic is over, was huge. I could not go tomorrow, right? I could not go right away. It wasn't going to be like next weekend. It's like still like this unknown date in the future, but just knowing that she's like, hey, I see you and I know that you're going to still be stuck home for a while, but I want you to know we're going to go do this together and I'm going to still be here for you. Um, the world is moving on, but some people will, you know, remember you. And that was just huge to me. And so when I wrote the post, I kept thinking like, this is a letter that I'm writing to my past self, basically Mm -hmm. something that I needed to know months ago when I first lost hope. And I just hoped that by sharing it, which felt very vulnerable, I hoped that by sharing it, I could pass on a little bit of hope for everyone else and remind just, myself and others that we do need to keep hope on our bucket list Mm -hmm. Um, because there are people out there that, you know, if you're housebound and you're not going anywhere, they're going to be waiting for you and they're going to be there for you and you're going to get to do different things again Mm -hmm. and you're not just going to be stuck. So that was my hope with it
0: it's interesting that you said that when you wrote it, you felt vulnerable because I read it and I saw your strength. And so it's, it's interesting that from our own perspectives, you know, you can put yourself out there and it feels like you're in a vulnerable position. And I Mm -hmm. believe you that it does feel vulnerable, but other people look at that and go, Oh my gosh, she's so strong to be able to (laughs) look at the situation and think so positively about it. So for what it's worth it may have felt vulnerable to you but i saw the strength in you when you wrote thank
1: it. you of thank course you. i
0: appreciate it <laughs> absolutely and now i don't know what to, i can't remember i think you have some other articles up your sleeve too so i know that uh, as you have time you're going to contribute more to the blog definitely very excited to see what else you what else you create for us to uh, to put out there for you with with your name on it under the <laughs> big orange heart um logo so that will be super cool yes very nice. I had something else in my head and I can't remember what it was. So I'm going to jump into our rapid fire questions. How does that sound? Sounds great. Awesome. As I always say, I will ask them rapidly. Take as much time as you need to answer them. Okay. First question, what are two or three must have plugins that you would recommend to somebody building their own website? A must-have plugin Yoast.
1: Um, I'm a little bit into SEO. I've looked, tried to learn a little bit about it, and no expert or anything, but it does really fascinate me because it has to do with words. Um, and I recommend that plugin. Just it's the best. Um, free, even like let's say you know you don't have the money to pay premium, even the free is really good. Um,
0: so that is one that I would definitely recommend. I can't think of any others at the moment, but definitely that one. I love that too because that. So my favorite thing, yes, of course, it's the SEO part of it. My favorite thing about it is that you can create images and text, and then run them through checkers so that it will display what you want on social media. So like the the, the Twitter card and the link and the Facebook card are like my two favorite pieces of the whole thing because. Oh yeah, I'm not chancing. What might or might not show up. I don't have a, mm-hmm. a link that looks like I didn't think ahead. Like I don't work in technology, <laughs> <laughs> when I post it, and that makes me super happy. And so just the fact that that's included in the free version, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, um, Marika, Marika was on the show last year. I had her, um, you know, on on the an episode of WP Coffee Talk where she got to talk about how it all works and the team and this up there. And I just have tons of respect for how much they put out into the community and give away. I think it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, and it is about words. Yeah, and it's about SEO. And oh, I know what I was going to say. My, fa- my my least favorite part about SEO when I was a freelancer was like I would build a website, I would turn it out there, the like cu- give it to the customer, let them know it's live, and they would search and they'd be like, "What's well, not showing up yet?" <laughs> SEO takes time. <laughs> If only yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I wish I could just snap my fingers and you'd be at the top of every list, but it yep. doesn't work that way. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at any point in your uh, WordPress journey, have you had a mentor, and if, um, let's say other than your dad, because I know your dad was there the whole the whole um, way, but either somebody who was officially a mentor or somebody mm-hmm. who you kind of looked up to and wanted to emulate and kind of took you under their wing, and who was it? Um, it was definitely
1: Kimberly um, because I came into the role of uh, working at ballet just like I don't know a ton, right? And she's just championed me that I do know, <laughs> 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 do know stuff. And she's just continued to encourage me to, and she's allowed me to just learn and take chances and make mistakes and learn from those. And it has given me just so much support and encouragement and inspiration along the way that I, I wouldn't be where I am without her. So I'm very grateful to her.
0: She's pretty awesome. Last year when COVID started, um, Ryan Kinney and I decided we would have a quarantine karaoke on the internet, which was just a riot because you can't really sing with somebody. Like if we try right. to sing because the way microphones pick up sound and it trades back and forth and stuff. So, but we, we have this quarantine karaoke and Kimberly and her kids came to quarantine karaoke and her fun. kids are so cute. <laughs> it <was> so fun. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for her. Who, other than Kimberly, other than your dad, so I keep taking people off the table for you. That's fine. <laughs> Who is somebody there's so, the, there's so many good people, absolutely. Yeah, there are. Who's somebody in the WordPress community that you admire and why? Um, you, but you're probably going to take you off the table too, aren't you? I usually do, <laughs> yeah. I, wanna, I, wanna, I mean, people know me. I want to I introduce them to other amazing people. I'm not saying I'm okay. amazing, other amazing uh, people. Ami Nimmons. Awesome. She yes. is just, her
1: energy is amazing. And she's just always so positive and upbeat and honest, like really honest. Um, so Allie Niman's, and also we share names, So yeah, yes. <laughs> of course. Um, I also really admire Francesca Marano. Um, there's not a ton of people that I meet that know both my languages. So it would be awesome to meet her one day. <laughs> uh, we'll have to make that happen. <laughs> Oh yeah, those are a uh, couple that are off the top of my head. But the community is so incredibly welcoming and awesome. Oh, Kate DeRozia, um mm-hmm. and Topher, they're awesome as well.
0: Yeah. And you just had, this was so cool. You just had your Hero Press story also yes! put out there. And that, that was exciting. like super awesome. So I didn't necessarily know that you were having a Hero Press story put out about you. And your hero press story got put up there and I got tagged in it. And I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> and so that was very, very sweet of you to include me in there. So thank you. Of course, of course. It felt good. It felt good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what's something in the WordPress? Um, what's something in WordPress that you still want to learn, but that you haven't tackled yet? Um, I definitely want to learn more about SEO um, because
1: it is very fascinating. Um, yes. So that is top on my list right now, I think. And also just Um, learning more about project management and Mm -hmm. and all of that as well. Just, I feel like I'm always learning and um, I'm not embarrassed to say that I probably always will be.
0: And I think everybody should be that way. I mean, nobody should stop learning. And in technology, if you decide you're going to stop learning, you suddenly are a dinosaur and irrelevant. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So don't ever, don't ever apologize for not stopping learning (laughs) because it absolutely is important. And SEO is a moving target. So Mm -hmm. don't ever stop learning SEO either because the minute minute you think you figured out the Google algorithm, they're going to change it on you. So (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, what's one of the biggest mistakes that you've ever made in WordPress and what did you learn from it?
1: Mistakes? Thankfully, I don't, well, you, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm very young, so I haven't made my big mistake yet. So sort of hold my breath. Um, it also helps that I just had my dad to like double, double check everything. I was always just like, is this okay? And he's like, yes. And it's like, are you sure? Like always double checking everything. So, so far my caution has saved me, but I'm sure that there'll be a mess up in the future. <laughs>
0: It wouldn't be normal if you didn't make a mistake or two along the way. So I'm sure your mistake is coming. I just hope that it's easily recoverable for you. Same, same. Fingers crossed. Lots and lots of backups. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A a good backup can cover all kinds of mistakes for sure. Mm -hmm. What's your proudest WordPress moment? proudest WordPress moment. Well, like recently, my HeroPress story. I was
1: very, very proud and honored to be included on HeroPress. And it just felt amazing. The the reception of the article, lots of people liked it. And um, that felt just really great. I felt very welcomed into the community. I was like, it's like official.
0: absolutely you're an integral part of us now so don't go anywhere <laughs> that that was um whenever I see one of my friends the people I know on here press I'm like yes that's so cool that they're in there and it just yeah. makes me super happy if you weren't working in technology at all web tech any tech what's another mm-hmm. career that you might like to attempt um ESL teacher Um, I was
1: certified uh, years ago to be an ESL teacher um, because I do love teaching, but, you know, just life paths, you know, you prepare for one thing and then it changes, right? Um, So I guess if I wasn't in technology, it would probably be that.
0: That's super cool. I have been learning Spanish. Awesome. Duolingo, 138 days straight so far. Nice. Not bad. And, but I've studied French in high school. Mm-hmm. and i don't so i i speak spanish with a french accent <laughs> and some words because i live in a very italian part of rochester mm-hmm. i also sometimes speak spanish with some italian accent like certain words like familia i would usually say with an italian accent instead of a spanish accent so i'm trying really hard to learn so <laughs> so well, accents I love accents.
1: I think they make it interesting. It's always a conversation starter like, oh, where are you from, right? No matter what kind of accent you have, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, I I
0: like them. I want to hear our friends in the UK over Big Orange Heart. I want to hear their American accent because, you know, people over here, like we, we affect British accents all the time because we think we sound so awesome. Oh, yeah. I want to hear them do English or American accents and see how that goes. (laughs) There are people on TikTok that do it really well. I'm just going to say. hmm What's something on your bucket list, besides going to that place with your friend, what's something else on your bucket list? Um, uh, Bucket list. I would love
1: to step foot on every continent, except for maybe Antarctica, because it's so cold.
0: (laughs) Maybe just fly over it. (laughs) Yeah, just be like, okay, I was here. (laughs) You know, I was talking to somebody, they're like, oh, but there's so many penguins and stuff. I'm like, no, there aren't any penguins in Antarctica. There's like like nothing there. There's like scientists. (laughs) Yeah scientists in heavy heavy coats (laughs) that's right that's right because it's freezing there for sure that's the only continent that i haven't interviewed somebody from yet so i'm hoping um matt (laughs) might go there next year he said if he goes there we'll try to set it up so i can interview him while he's in antarctica so that'd be awesome that would be pretty cool for sure um show us this is one of my favorite questions show us or tell us about a hidden talent that you have that the rest of the wordpress community might not be aware of hidden talent. Um, I remember they're mostly hidden to us because most of us don't know each other that well.
1: <laughs> um, I would say, um, I sing a ton. Um, nice. and so I sing all the time, like all the time, shower, driving, cooking, just
0: all the time. So that's hidden now um, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sing in Italian too? Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. When I was in college, I studied voice. And so I would sing, but you have to, and you have part of the requirement was to sing in a foreign language, but I can't roll an R I'm tongue-tied. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that. And so they would sing the song, Caro Mia, caro mia Ben, or I can't remember it so long ago. It's 20 something years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's 30 something years ago. Who my I tongue? Um, but I can't roll an R. So like I would get in trouble all the time. So I, that's when I said, well, I'm going to sing in French. Cause you don't have to roll an R in French. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but sometime I'll have to hear you sing. I would love that. I'm I'm not asking you to do it today, though. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today before we sign off and get all of your contact details? Um, I'm
1: just so grateful to have been with you today. This was so much fun. Um, It totally made my day. Um, And I'm just so grateful for all the WordPress community. So if you're in the community, thank you um, to Mm. everybody.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm just excited that you are part of our community too, and Thank that you, you share of yourself so freely. If I can, I want I remembered something I wanted to point out. You also have been helping out with valet through Women's History Month. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit before I let you go, tell us a little bit about that, because it is Women's History Month. I know it won't be Women's History Month when this hits, you know, the web, but tell us okay. about what you're doing at, um, in valet right now for that.
1: So basically, I got the idea to kind of showcase women who are making history right now, because I saw I knew that a lot of people would be sharing, you know, history, uh, women's history, um, you know, which is amazing and incredible. And you should definitely read up on our our history. Right. But I was like, what about the people who are making history right now? Maybe they don't even feel like it because it's just so small. And I know I definitely feel that way. It's like, well, what am I doing to make history? But we are. Um, we are making history. And so it was just really, really fun actually to just contact like tons and tons and just share the, um, little interview, um, survey with so many women in the community. And I was like, Oh my gosh, there's not enough days in March to include everyone, which was the disappointing part. Um, cause there's only 31 days, but right. it was so much fun to just Um, I asked my favorite question was, you know, what would you tell your past self and just all of the different responses. And I think they can be applied to lots of different people. So I hope that everyone reading will find inspiration and encouragement and, and new heroes to follow who are making history right now as we speak. So that was super fun. And how
0: do people find all of those? So if they go to the valet Twitter, what is the handle for that?
1: Um, it's WP or it's at WP valet. So, um, if you just go to our Twitter account, it's up there in my, it's a pinned tweet. So you can just scroll down the thread.
0: Um, I love it. So, and read all the stories. And I promise you every woman that you asked felt honored to be asked. I'm so glad it's it's not something that we get asked to do very often. And so like, when you asked me, I I was like, me, you want to know from me? And I was like, I blushed. And like, I told my, my colleagues here in the office, I was like, oh my God, they want to know from me, you know? (laughs) So it was so exciting. I'm so so glad it made my day. Absolutely. Good. It made mine too. (laughs) So thank you for including me for sure. How do people find you on the web? Do you have a blog they can follow? Do you have a Twitter handle they can follow? Give us some information.
1: Twitter handle is at Allie Dye, just lowercase Allie Dye, one word um, on uh, Instagram. You can also follow me at Sonal Alley. So it's S-O-N-O Allie. Um That's on Instagram. And I don't have a blog or website yet but maybe uh-huh. that is coming. So sneak peek.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that would be fun. I would love to read it if you do put it out there. Um, and if anybody's listening and or even watching, go to WPCoffeeTalk.com, look for Allie's episode and all of those links will be in the show notes. So if you didn't have to memorize them, I promise you they're out there. We'll get, we'll get you hooked up if you're looking to connect with Allie at all. Allie, thank you so much for being here with me today. You are such a bright spot of any day, and I'm so glad to have connected with you today. Thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. It's my pleasure entirely. Um, So, if you want to hook up with Allie somewhere online, find her on Twitter, find her on Instagram. Um, If you're in the Big Orange Heart community, she's there already. Uh, Great things are coming from Allie Dye, and I can't wait to watch your meteoric rise in the WordPress community. Thank you. thank you so until much the next, you're welcome until the next episode we'll see everybody on the next episode of WP Coffee Talk